Welcome to Kicking with the Northwoods with your host, Corey, Northwoods RV Life. This live video broadcast is brought to you by www.thenorthwoodsrvlife.com. Welcome to the channel, guys. It's, if it's your first time here, I'm Corey, and this is the Northwoods RV Life, where we're showing you that freedom is an adventure, we're finding ours, and you can too. I'd like to go ahead and welcome you to our live Saturday podcast, where we have hopes to help build the community here on YouTube. You can also find this podcast on all major podcasting applications, including Apple iTunes, Google Playlist, and Spotify. So with that, let's go ahead, and the first thing I would like to do is go ahead and put out some shout-outs uh, to people who help support the channel. Uh, last week, we had Super Chat supporters uh, can our destinations. Um, thanks, guys, for uh, the Super Chat. We appreciate it. And links to all these channels you'll find on our community tab that we posted this morning that you can go and check out their channels. So the next one up was Where Are We Staying? Uh, again, thanks for the super chat. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Helps support the channel and help uh, us include you guys on building the community. Uh, third super chat supporter was burning up the roads. Um, thanks, Lucretia. Uh, greatly appreciated. Lucretia supports the community uh, through and through. Make sure you go over to our community tab. Check out these channels uh, as well as our members. Um, we uh, shout them out on the channel as well each Saturday. So thank you very much uh, for all of our members and Super Chat supporters. And if you're interested in becoming a membership, you'll find a join button down below this video that you can uh, become a member and get special perks and benefits uh, from the channel. So with that, though, I would like to go ahead and let's see who we got coming in the room here real quick. Uh, looks like we've got Thin Blue Lane. Thanks, uh, Bill and Nancy. For stopping by, uh, Howard Kempel or Keppel, thanks for coming. Uh, Kenneth Oaks, Ford Man, thanks for being here. James Cantonese, thanks for stopping by. Um, our Fathima Jerfry, sorry if I completely sla slattered that uh, name. Uh, I can never pronounce that name. But thank you for being here, uh, nevertheless. So, so what we'll do is we'll go ahead here and let's pull up our uh, today's guest. Uh, let me make sure I got my right background on, and we will pull up Mike and Leanna with the Dry Campers. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Hello. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks Appreciate that you can take uh, time out of your Saturday and, uh, you know, especially when it looks like you have such beautiful weather there. It, it is super nice. Yeah. For Well, we just had that, that, uh, Edda. Edda storm come through. So this is lovely. <laughs> Did you guys end up getting anything from that tropical storm? What was it? Etna or? Oh, it was. Well, where we were, yes. Yeah, we well, we went through the we went through several downpours of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know a lot of the southern states really got hit sometimes multiple times <laughs> with that. Yes. Yep. All righty. So let's go ahead. Um, 
as I told you before, the live here, I did modify the questions a little bit compared to what we normally do um, because you guys are kind of a special guest. So we want to make you feel special by asking you something a little different. <laughs> All right. So why don't we go ahead and we'll start out. Why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from and what is it that, that you guys do? Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so we are, uh, we, we've traveled full time, but we're based out of Cookville, Tennessee. And um, we got started. Um, we, we've been full time RVing for about on and off for four years now. And we uh, travel the country doing solar and lithium outfits to RVs. Cool. Cool. So how, how is it that you end up finding jobs on the road like that? Sure. Uh, we have multiple outlets. Um, so our biggest one has been the um, referrals from from friends and people who have, have uh, seen our YouTube channel and, you know, um, watched the installs happen, uh, as well as uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And the kind of the Kickstarter that got it all going was uh, Nathan. And Marissa from Less Junk More Journey. I originally had done their system. And cool. He did a uh, a video that basically said, "If you want solar, get Mike." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that definitely gave you a nice push to get started. It, it definitely did. Yes. We, so, but we, it sounds like social media definitely plays a huge uh, huge aspect in your business. Yes, absolutely, it does. So did you start your YouTube channel before uh, working with Nathan and Marissa, or did, was you already starting a YouTube channel before that? Um, no, we had actually, um, so once uh, once he did Nathan and Marissa's system, um, and, you know, Nathan was like, hey, is this something you want to run with, you know, um, and he was like, absolutely, didn't expect the, the video to, to be quite as, you know, spotlighting mic so right, to speak yeah. and but it was and so we were very appreciative of that so um it was uh uh at that point we basically had to like run and you know we we came up with our business name we came up with um he found you know and the reason that we're the dry campers is because he was able to find the youtube the email address the phone number the facebook the e the instagram everything was open and available for that so we had to run and like do all of that in a hurry <laughs> yep. and then uh, pick up the phone number as well yeah. and that's that's a hard thing too when you start any kind of business is finding you know all those things that are available because some places you'll know, name their business not thinking of an online presence and then when they go to look for the domain name or things like that the names are taken um so then sometimes it makes it hard for people to find you if you're not the same on everything so um Great name for what you do, and uh, glad that everything was available for you for sure. Um, I know working in IT for many years, I used to be an internet service provider at one point in time, um, did web design and things like that, and domain registration. So I know how hard it is sometimes um, to get a name that you know perfectly fits what you're doing. So yep, yep. Well, we got lucky though because that's what he used to do too, as in a background he's done a little bit of everything so he was very familiar with you know doing the research up front so I, we got lucky in that sense <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Do either of you have hobbies that you do or community involvement of any type outside of YouTube? Work on solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> it seems how that's how it ends up being for a lot of people, isn't it? That you you know your work ends up becoming your hobby, or your hobby becomes your work eventually. Or yeah, we. Uh, I mean, he did, he has to work a lot. We like to play, but we just haven't had. You know, we've been building the business up, so we haven't had those chance the chance to really do the hobbies. However, having said that, Mike likes to metal detect and we're actually um, staying on a property and I believe I saw them come in. They're called Night Views um, here and uh, they yep. are being gracious enough to let us stay here as well. And then uh, I think they might even let him do a little little detecting on the property here, which I'm sure he's going to be excited about. Yep. <laughs> I know quite a few people that travel uh, get into metal detecting as well as uh, magnet fishing and things like that is just something to pass the time and uh, have interesting finds. So uh, let's see who else we got come in. Got a few people coming in, so that's great. Um, so you are full time then, and what type of uh, rig do you guys have? Oh, me? Yep, it's a 2006 Airstream Classic uh, 34M with slide out. So. Yes, I said Airstream and slide out in the same sentence. So, but it's a triple axle bumper pull. And I think Leanna had found where they had only made 84 uh, towables with slide outs, and we've got one of 84. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty good size Airstream with uh, three axles on it. Yes. You yep. don't see a lot of that out there. Nope. No, nope. nope, but I can't go any less. <laughs> <laughs> so when you started your YouTube and your 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 whole online presence, um, it was basically just to kind of promote the business or to just uh, help the community too and, and inform the community and, and things like that. I know you guys do a lot of install videos. It gives... Uh, you know, people really a better look at what goes on on doing these solar installs. Um, you know, because I know there's a lot of people out there that think of trying to do it themselves. They're overwhelmed, things of that nature as well. And, you know, obviously it's not for the beginner to try to venture into these things. And, you know, whether it gives them an insight on, you know, what they're wanting to do or whether or not they should hire a professional. Either way, I think your videos really display that as far as, you know, that this isn't as easy as a lot of people may think it is. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you know, really gives people a really good understanding as far as what's involved with all of it. Yeah, we, um, I mean, we originally started it out really to kind of just showcase his work um, because it went so well with Nathan's video. And, um, you know, we get we do have a lot of people that want us to show more um, so that they can do it themselves. Um, but we're not comfortable doing that because we don't know the, you know, that's a lot of liability on on our, you know, we can't everybody's system is different, you know? So if he does something on one, I mean, they didn't necessarily 
need to do it that way, you know? And so uh, we don't necessarily show DIY, you know, like, okay, how to do this, this, and this, but um, it's more to showcase, um, you know, what he can do. Um, and that's how, you know, we've gotten um, after probably about four to six months of the business. That's, that's where we are now is where people are finding us on YouTube and contacting us to do uh, their installs. So if you had to showcase what you think is probably the number one thing that your viewer benefits from your channel, what do you think that would be? I would say that you don't have to lose space, to, but you can still have an entire solar system. And the capabilities on specific rigs as well, I would say, too, because, you know, like like uh, meant to be RVing, uh, we just did their install and their, that video came out last week. And, um, you know, they have a 30 foot RV and we put 17 panels on their roof. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of one of those things yeah. where maybe somebody else might be thinking, oh, we can't do that, you know. Or that you can't run an AC off of a... Uh, solar and lithium and all that and it, um, it, it's completely possible now the the technology has caught up to um, and supplied enough power for that to to be a thing I mean it's completely possible I know your audio is breaking up a little bit your video still looks good but every once in a while we get a little bit of breakup in the audio okay. um, maybe your internet connection whatnot but I think most people, I think, can get the clue of what you guys are saying. It's just breaking up a little bit here and there. Um, kind of makes a little bit of a robot voice sometimes, but I think we can get through it. So, All right. So, um, so your channel has grown fairly quick since I first found you. I know that. Um, so... Looking forward, is there anything new that you're wanting to bring your channel to, like, say, over the next six months to a year? Or, yeah, we're um, we're actually working on kind of a series of videos um, that are what we hope to be more helpful to everybody. As far as um, like we have, do you want to talk about kind of just a, a high level look at it? It's uh, so, for example, um, if you have a bank of lithium batteries and you know you have seven or eight batteries um that that is a lot of power and sure you can run your ac on those systems and the power does drain out the problem that some people aren't taking into account is putting that power back and the that's kind of one of the key points that i want to do on one of the the line of videos is um the yep. traditional way of, of having a balanced system is um, it's, that's not what I do. <laughs> so I, I look at things uh, a lot differently. I want to be able to, to put the power back in the batteries as fast as it is able to be taken out. Right. And I put together some um, kind of basic questions about solar that, you know, somebody who wouldn't know really much of anything getting started and, may have questions for it and thought maybe we could see if you could answer those or not. Um, so one of the first questions that we see a lot is, you know, why use solar over just using a generator? Oh, that's easy. You want that one? 
Oh, oh well, I mean, I guess I can. Um, I mean, it's that's it, kind of your thing, though. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it's quiet power. It's more, um, you know, you don't, I know when I'm, I'm sleeping or boondocking somewhere, I'm not a big fan of hearing somebody's generator. Um, so that's really what it's all about for me. Yeah. Um, well, you're, you're, uh, you're not doing any pollution, noise or fossil fuel exhaust. Um, you don't have, it's, I always tell all of my customers to at least have a backup generator. My goal in my system is whenever I put one in is to not have, uh, not have to use it, but um, you still have to have it. Excuse me, just in case another Edda comes through. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, we know that there's a lot of campgrounds here, especially in northern Michigan, that may have some really beautiful views and things like that, but they don't include power uh, and they don't allow generators. So, um, if, you know, if you have solar and can be able to have power, you can maybe have a little more of an extended stay during those uh, those trips and things like that. Um, one of the parks, you know, that I know a lot of people think of when it comes to Michigan is the Straight State Park um, in St. Ignace, Michigan, that overlooks the Mackinac Bridge. Um, all the best sites don't, do not have power or water on those sites. And, you know, if you want an extended stay in those spots, having some sort of way to generate power from the sun, you know, is necessary if you want to really be there for more than a couple of days. So. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So what makes up an RV solar system? That's definitely all you. <laughs> all right. So um, you have obviously the solar panels and, uh, all the wiring will come in uh, into the basement, and whenever you're not, um, you may not be using the solar power all the time, So, or it may not be sunny all the time. So you have to have a collection system, which is your battery bank. Uh, lithium batteries have come a long way in the last, even just a few years, um, with the Life LIFE. EPO4, the LifePo batteries, um, which a lot of vendors uh, are making them now. Um, Victron, Battleborn, um, was it Lion Energy? Um, Energy the, even has some. Energy even has some, yep. yeah. But uh, that's the way for you to store the power and be able to use it, even if it's cloudy or nighttime. Um, and then using the power. So at that point, you have an inverter, which will take your stored or uh, active solar power and convert it over to AC so that you could run a residential refrigerator or blender or even an AC unit if you have enough uh, power in the battery bank or solar to do it. Um, and then the last part of the system, well, there's actually two more parts. Uh, you have your monitoring part of it where you want to make sure that you don't run your battery bank completely empty and make sure that, you know, you still have some reserves. And the last part of it is now that you've used all the energy, you need to be able to put it back if it's not sunny or if it's cloudy and you don't have access to the solar, um, which would be a converter, which um, all all RVs have those anyhow that's to charge the battery. It's just a, a 
um, a lithium compatible uh, converter to charge the batteries back up. Okay. Next question I have that we see a lot in some of the, the Facebook groups is, um, what's the purpose of a charge controller? Uh, solar charge controller? Yes. Okay. All right. So what it does is, so your solar panels will be at different voltages. Um, uh, like a 100-watt panel, uh, which is like the Renogy ones that I install, they're anywhere from 18 to 22 volts. And then the large residential panels that I put in, those are 35 to 40 volts. Um, if you were to take that and put it directly onto your, your battery bank and your, your 12 volt power system in your RV, things would definitely stop working quicker. So hold on one second. I'm so sorry. Okay. So the next question we have is what types of battery options are there for RVs? All right. So you have, um, <laughs> we chose a perfect outlet, you know, planes, trains, or the only thing we're missing now is the plane. Sorry, the train. train. Go ahead. We've got planes and automobiles. All right. Um, all right. So battery types. Um, well, the, the so, uh, to finish the solar charge, uh, question. It's the unit that converts the, the voltage of the solar panels to usable voltage for the battery system. That's, that's all that the uh, solar charge controller does. Um, then the different types of batteries is you have wet cell, which is your typical lead acid battery like you would find in a, in a car or um, most RVs come with uh, lead acid where you lift a little cap and check the water. And then the next step up from that is your AGM battery, which is uh, a sealed version of that that can be mounted in any orientation because it is sealed. And then step up from that, you go to a lithium battery, which is also a sealed battery. And which battery do you recommend um, best for uh, most solar installs? By far, lithium. Um, it's, it just has so much more power and it's lighter. It's uh, half the weight and twice the power. Okay, cool. So are you able to mix and match batteries? I know we see this a lot. Um, that's a kind of a tough question. Um, okay, so if you had lithium batteries that all the charge voltages matched uh in other words the specs from the manufacturers if everything matched then yes you can mix and match matching charge uh capabilities um and then if they don't match then obviously no uh, agm uh, yeah you you can but uh you have to do you really need to <laughs> the short version is it's better if you don't you can, but you have to know what you're doing otherwise. Right. Okay. Let's see what, see what's going on over here in the chat real quick. Uh, uh, yep. Aaron Jemison says more power, more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. one thing that um, we probably do want to express here is that if you are looking in solar, um, 
it's not necessarily a cheap endeavor. Um, you know, you're looking at some cash to get this done. Um, and obviously the more that you want to be able to run, the more this is going to cost you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Truthfully, that, that is exactly true. Um, well, and then, um, kind of going back on that, like, um, the, we, we did a video recently about the Battleborns and why we chose Battleborns, but specifically lithium compared to the pricing of, of like lead acid or AGM because the batteries last for what's the warranty it's, on this? it's 10 years total yeah. uh eight years is 100 percent, and then the last two years is prorated but the the thing is is over the 10 year span uh lithium battery will cost you half what your life cycle of your lead acid batteries will as far as use so in the long run it just depends on it's, it's you know, if you have it up front or, you know, over, over time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether or not you can have the cash to make the investment up front. Exactly. Exactly. So what types of things go into determining the number of batteries and solar panels needed for a given application? The short version of that is, is <laughs> what do you want to run? <laughs> yep. So, um, um, and obviously, you know, that all comes down to how many amps you're, you're going to be pulling and for how long you want to be able to run it and, and yeah. all those things. And it all changes for every application, every installation. Yeah. Um, it, it's really something that's truly customized to your rig and what you're wanting to do. And it's never going to be the same answer for everyone. Absolutely right. correct. We get a yep. lot of people who you know, they just, they ask random questions about, well, you know, like, well, how many, do you, well, it depends. I mean, we need to have a conversation, you know, what do you got to run? What kind of rig do you got? You know, all those things, because right. otherwise it's not a, an accurate response. <laughs> and one extra thing on that is the, uh, as far as the factors go is, is it daytime or nighttime? Because if it's daytime and you want to run the AC, it's a whole lot cheaper than if you want to run your AC all night long. Right. So we have a question over the room. Uh, what do you use as a converter and do you need to install a second alternator? I think this comes from, we've seen some applications online that are able to charge the batteries while you're driving. Um, and what's required uh, to be able to do that? So the converter is actually the Victron equipment the MultiPlus is an inverter slash converter. The converter that's built into it is 120 amp for the 3,000 watt unit. Um, so yes, yes, it does have a converter. Um, if I were going to use an external converter along with the um, uh, MultiPlus, that's, uh, what was the name of that? Pro progressive? I think it's Progressive Dynamics, maybe. Yeah, um, there's a, a recommended uh, unit on uh, Battleborn's website uh, if you wanted to go above and beyond whatever comes with the, the MultiPlus. Um, and then for vehicle charging, um, no, we don't have to have a second alternator. Uh, we use the lithium battery isolation manager to put between the chassis battery. This would be for a, uh, a towable or for a um, travelable. Uh, drivable unit. Um, we put a lithium battery isolation manager in between the chassis battery or uh, tow vehicle battery and the system. And, um, you know, some other uh, 
components have to connect as well. But the um, as an average, uh, if you're towing long distances, the the LIBIM puts about 48 to 50 amps per hour back into uh, your your uh, battery bank. Yeah. So we have another question down here. What was the hardest install that you've ever done? <laughs> mm, the solar had to be Mike and Teresa. I think they're in the room. Meant to yeah, be RVing. Meant to be RVing. They're 17 panels on a 30-foot roof. And then um, just total system, uh, probably maybe leisure travel. Serenity. Yeah, the Serenity was Leisure Travel Serenity. He had uh, 600 amps of solar and 600 amps of batteries. And um, there was 600, yeah, 600 watts of solar, 600 amps of batteries. And that that one was actually very hard. Uh, 20, 22 because, foot class yeah, like, B yeah. with 600 amps of batteries all tucked away. So what type of rigs do you normally see? where it's easier to do an install like a travel trailer compared to fifth wheels uh where you have more room to be able to work with and things like that give me a fifth fifth wheel with a drop z frame that's all i need (laughs) (laughs) that that's the best install um as far as doing this so far that's those are the um uh, the most spacious, the most spacious <laughs> down in the basement, which is where I spend most of my time. Anyhow, uh, is getting all the components in place, strapped down and connected. Okay. Now let's see where are we at here. So do you have any certain brands of batteries that you would recommend? I know um, lithium Battleborn seems to be kind of, the big name that's out there. Um, I know we have been seeing some lesser priced batteries popping up, but when it comes right down to it, Battleborn seems to be the ones to go with when it comes to lithium. Yeah. The robust bank for your buck is the first part of it. The second part of it, Battleborn is a fantastic company to work with. If you have any problems whatsoever, their customer service is as good as Chick-fil-A. All right. So any other information that you can share uh, with anyone interested in, you know, wanting to make the jump into to solar, um, you know, as far as things to consider that people may not normally consider or, um, struggles that people have, you know, in what they want compared to what they need? Yes. Um, so in short, you, you can, you can literally do anything, um, with these systems, but you can't do everything at the same time. So they still have their limitations um, in that um, just imagine that you're on 30 amp all the time and you can't, it's not good to run the microwave and the AC unit at the same time, that kind of thing. It's power management basically is what we try to tell people up front that 
you know, it, it's it's not like riding around with 50 amp shore power on your roof and in your basement. If you want if you want something like that, it's going to be like fifty thousand dollars, and you're going to have to have a 45 or 50 foot rig to to do it. You know, it's, it's got to be a really big RV. Um, the um, I, I don't know where I'm going next with it. You well, hop in? yeah, I'm well, and um, I mean, you kind of need to know. I, th I think the biggest thing is, is what kind of camping do you like to do? We have a lot of people who just jump in, um, you know, they buy the rig and then they want to go. They're like, I'm going boondocking. I want solar, which is totally fine. And um, but I think that it's better to to get that experience. Do you really like to boondock before you make that full investment? Yes. Because um, it's not cheap, you know, like we've right. all been saying. So with the increase of residential refrigerators, do you rec recommend installing multiple inverters in that case so that you're not overpowering an inverter, running the refrigerator and other items at the same time? Yes. So if I come across an RV, a bumper pool or fifth wheel that has a residential uh, refrigerator, um, nine times out of 10, the factory puts that inverter to, to run the fridge. And whenever I install the system, I leave that inverter in place and then add um, either another or more in two inverters. But I always leave that inverter uh, dedicated to the fridge that way so that you don't take, a, take away from what you have the ability to do. Right. Because uh, a res residential fridge can pull anywhere from 40 to 80 amps off of which is uh, uh, 450 uh, to 1,000 watts off of your 3,000 watt inverter. So, you know, a sixth to a third you would lose. Well, let's see. Uh, Nightview says the big thing for us is having more room in the basement after the install than before Mike makes it happen. Yeah, I noticed that quite a bit. Uh, you're very good at trying to find hidden spots uh, in the basements of uh, like the fifth wheels and stuff where you can arrange the equipment and not really lose the space that's available to you. Yep, uh, as yeah. a full-timer, I, I completely understand the value of volume of space. And my goal is to install entire systems and for people to lose zero space. Yeah. And these, these, these fifth wheels have a ton of wasted space as it is, uh, you know, to be able to use that and gain the advantage of having solar um, is fantastic to be able to use up that, that blank space that's just sitting there um, mm -hmm. and use the equipment and uh, be able to enjoy you know, your travels more with having solar. So mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, meant to be RVing says uh, they agree, gave them more space too. Mm -hmm. um, Aaron Jemison says, what's the average price of an install, say, for a Class A? Class A. So um, if you want to be able to run an AC, I'll start there because that's kind of where everybody, I want to be able to run an AC. So um, and uh, a package that I have for a minimum AC would be 1,300 watts of solar on the roof. Uh, a 15100 MPPT, a 3000 watt inverter, a 712 battery monitor, 
and at least four batteries. Um, quoting retail price on all the equipment and turnkey with the installation and, uh, you know, putting everything behind walls and trying to save space as much as possible. Um, that is about, oh, also two easy starts uh, for the units. It's about 13,000 turnkey. Okay, good. All right. Well, it looks like we don't really have any more questions here. I know what we'll probably get, we'll probably get more questions uh, about solar after this is all out there and things like that. So I think it may be a good idea that we revisit having you guys on again at some point in time and be able to get into some more details and questions. Um, so anybody that watches this on the replay, if you do have questions, make sure you put them in the comments below this video. Um, I think it'd be great to have you guys in again and maybe go into some deeper detail of uh, the solar life and things like that. Um, so with that, I think we'll go ahead and we'll start to get things wrapped up for today. And uh, I'd like to thank you guys, obviously, for taking time out on a Saturday uh, afternoon and, uh, and joining us today. It's much appreciated. Um, I know everyone has such busy schedules between work and YouTube and things like that. And sometimes it's hard to get these sort of things scheduled as it is. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having yes, us. We really appreciate much. it. Yep. We appreciate very much uh, that you taking that time. So I'll go ahead and I'll drop you guys off here and we'll go ahead and we'll start getting this wrapped up. But thanks, thanks thank again for, for joining us today. And uh, it's much appreciated. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. All right, guys. So that was Mike and Leanna from the Dry Campers. And I'd like to go ahead and remind you that uh, Super Chat supporters and members get shout out on Saturday live streams. Uh, as always, uh, we appreciate all of our supporters for what you guys do to help support the channel. And make sure that you go and check out the Dry Campers uh, channel. I'll go ahead and I'll put a link um, to their channel right over here in the chat. Um, if you haven't been over there, make sure you go over there, subscribe to their channel, watch some of their videos and see just what the amount of detail that Mike gets into in these installs. Um, it's great channel, great information, and really gives you a, a much better appreciation for what um, is involved in these installs. And uh, go over, give them comments, give them likes, let them know the Northwood sent you so they know where you came from things like that. And I'd like to go ahead and remind each and every one of you that we uh, have our Saturday live video podcast as well as our Wednesday live streams at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. So make sure you go ahead and check out all of our live streams and videos. Leave comments. Let us know uh, what you think of the videos and live streams. Uh, even if you watch these on the replay, we appreciate it. It helps us improve these as we uh, continue to move forward. So uh, appreciate each and every one of you for stopping in today. And with that, we'll go ahead and we'll get this uh, wrapped up. Thanks for joining us, guys.